0: English Murder, produced and written by Jamie Marsh. Starring Robert Berry and Zane Addy.
1: Dear Andrew, it turns out I can't keep my past behind me. Eventually, it always comes back like a cancer. I don't know how Matthews will take this. His father is the one I mentioned to you before I retired. It's good to see he's doing well now, after what happened. He reminded me a lot of you when he was younger. So my sources
2: have gotten me a copy of tomorrow's news. Let me read it to you, son, and see what you think. Randolph Brambley. Who many may recognize as the famous detective who solved such cases as the missing Picasso painting and the murder of Saint John Francis, has recently come out of early retirement to help the now incompetent police solve a new murder. Lord Kenneth Potts of the House of Lords was reported murdered. Yaddy yaddy yad. Here's the best bit. However, speaking to the village has revealed the dark secret behind Bramley's
1: retirement. Here you go. Tarov.
3: Will you be going to the live-aid party at the Potts later?
1: I wasn't told about it.
3: It's not right having a party after the last one. I'm still shaken. Oh, yes. Well, it's at six if you're interested,
4: love.
5: I need to talk to you. Hey-up,
1: take a seat. No, I'm not taking a bloody seat. Right. How much did he tell you?
3: Only the truth, Randolph.
1: What have you written? What do you get out of this?
3: Me? I get a front page article about a bent detective who took a bribe and was found out, only to be put into a comfortable retirement and not punished like he should have been.
1: That's not the whole truth. What
5: is it then? Tell me the truth for once. I can't. Right, come with me. Excuse us, Nicky. Now we're alone, I'm going to tell you how I see it. You lied to me. The moment I met you, I looked up to you, trusted you with this case and the whole time you must have known that if the reason for your retirement ever came to light, it would jeopardize all evidence of his credibility, being found by a bent cop. I
1: understand but I tried not to get involved to start with. But you were more than happy to get
5: stuck in later on.
1: The whole thing swept me up before I even knew it was happening.
5: Well, thank you very much for your input. Now my father has taken over the case and I'm only assisting. What about me? What about you? Do you think my father is going to let you anywhere near any of this? I should be grateful I haven't lost my job and you should thank God you have been arrested.
3: Are you open, love? Right, you two, out of the way. Sorry, Lettuce. Would you like your usual green tea? Oh, that would be lovely.
1: Matthews, I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. Don't go. Let me explain.
3: I think he's gone, dear.
1: Just bugger off, Lettuce, you nosy old cow.
6: Ah, oh, I don't think that was needed.
3: You are a bit nosy, though, mm. aren't you, Lettuce?
6: It's great to see you, Daniel. Yes. What an unexpected visit. I'm going to cut right to the chase. Uh, being the father figure in Annabelle's life... I want you to help me to get her back on my side.
4: I'm not really one to talk about, love, my friend. The hope of that life ended for me many years ago.
6: I'm sorry to hear that, but but I still have a chance.
4: As far as I can see it, Annabelle wants to start her life now. Maybe she feels you would hold her back.
6: Uh, Yeah, I get that. Uh, I just need to pop to the little boy's room on the way out.
4: Upstairs on the right. I'll see you at the party later. So the gun you found, you believe
2: is a service pistol, like the one Lord Potts would have been issued in the army? That's what Brambley said. He isn't a part of this case, and officially never has been. You understand?
5: Yes, Father.
2: Well then, let's finally get this case solved, find out who had the gun, and then we'll find the killer. Hello? I'm Chief Inspector Matthews. Is your mother in?
3: No, she's gone out for more party decorations.
2: No worries anyway. Did your father ever keep a gun?
3: Where's Bramberly?
2: Just answer the question.
3: I wasn't meant to know about it, but he kept it in a drawer in the study. I saw him a few times with it when I was a child. He sometimes just sat and held it. I suppose he was reminiscing his army days.
2: So the study.
5: Thank you, Annabelle.
3: Bit pushy, isn't he? Any relation?
5: Unfortunately.
1: Where's Brendan?
7: He's asleep at the moment. He's gotten... "'Worse recently. "'Sleeping much more.'
1: "'I'll just say hello. "'I won't wake him. "'I just wanted to tell you. "'I don't blame you for telling the journalist about my past. "'I know it was you. "'Only you know. "'I feel so on the outside of the village at the moment. "'Like when I first moved here. "'But you've always been here for me, mate.' "'with my son serving in Ireland "'and all the troubles they've had over there. "'I suppose I felt wrongly hostile towards the Irish. "'But from talking to you first at the pub "'and then getting to know you, "'we really aren't that different. "'Neither of us fully fits into this posh community. "'I think having you to talk to is what's kept me sober. "'Tar for that.' <sighs> "'Oh, You talk too much. You're always so busy. You should stop and just think
2: once in a while.
1: Wouldn't that be nice? Now get back to sleep, mate.
7: You know, some family came to visit the other day.
1: Family? (laughs) That's not likely, love.
7: Yes, she said she was his niece, uh, Rebecca.
1: Right, let me know if anything happens.
7: Of course. This is where he kept it, I promise.
2: Well it's rather suspicious that it's gone missing, don't you think?
7: What's gone missing? Who let them in? Sorry, mother. They asked about father's gun. How do you know about that?
2: Do you know where it is?
7: Annabelle, dear if if you could just leave the room, this is more of a um a delicate matter. No.
3: I've had it with everyone leaving me out, lying and keeping secrets from me. Mm-
7: Mm. Last month my husband was a little dark and rather saddened by the death of his mother Daniel was around and they had one of their arguments about money and such The next thing I knew Kenneth had taken out his old pistol and was waving it about In the state he was in Daniel took it from him and he agreed to look after it since
5: So the gun is still with Daniel Potts
2: Well clearly, come let's go
7: were you ever going to tell me about this? Why would I need to? It was a one-time matter. It was just lucky that your uncle was there. Uncle Daniel has always been there for us.
1: I didn't think you could be so cold. It's so almost impressive.
3: What do you want, Brambley? A drink. Isn't it a little early for that?
1: Depends on the situation. For me, I've just been humiliated to the police. And soon the whole country, and on top of that, the information was obtained by tricking a sick old friend of mine by some slimy cold journalist. So I'm thinking Scotch.
3: You only brought this on yourself.
1: You don't know anything!
7: They're searching Daniel's home. Alison's there now.
3: At least someone has done something. Aren't you
7: coming?
1: Nothing to do with me anymore. Be careful with that. What are they looking for?
2: If we tell you, you may lie to us. Is this really necessary? This is a murder investigation. Maybe the last detective didn't stress enough the seriousness of that fact, but I am not the same. Now I need you to stay out of my office's way. No. Get them out. No more visitors, thank you.
3: Is it true you're searching for the murder weapon?
2: We are certainly not talking to
1: the press. Out. Could you both leave the premises?
3: Fine. I'll be outside.
2: I found something. That's not what we are looking for. Keep searching. It's the
5: jacket he was wearing on the night of the murder. What about it? I found this in the inside pocket covered in blood.
4: Good work, son. Let me see that. I am afraid this is now new evidence.
1: We found the gun box, sir. Hidden under the bed.
4: Of course it was hidden. If you told me, I could have shown you my brother's gun, but you'll see it is quite safe inside. It's empty. Where is it?
2: Sitting in evidence where it was discovered, discarded in a skip outside the Chinese. Daniel Potts... I am arresting you on suspicion of the murder of Lord Kenneth Potts and Miss Audrey Niven. You do not have to say anything, but anything you do say will be taken down and may be given in evidence.
7: I can't. You don't know it's him.
5: Please stand back. Don't make this worse for anyone.
7: So is that it, Chief? Have you made the arrest?
5: No comment. Get out of the way.
3: Detective, how does it feel to finally find the killer?
5: A statement will be released at the correct time.
7: I can't believe it. Can you? I can't believe a lot of things that have happened recently. I guess you won't be staying for the live aid party now. Do you still think that's a good idea? It might bring the community back together. Not that you've helped. Well, I'm sure you'll be happy not to see me for a while. You'll pay for the whole thing?
6: All three years.
3: And you'll come visit me every weekend?
6: I promise. Now, can I give you this back?
3: Oh, I don't know. Aren't I a little young for a ring?
6: But it shows how much I love you
3: I know We'll announce it at the party later (laughs) Have you heard about your uncle? No? What's happened?
1: I can't do it any longer I've tried really hard to stay away But the darkness just keeps creeping back in Just one bottle I'll only have one drink from it, I promise It will just help calm me down And relax me again Stop me from thinking so much about this case. I'll be okay.
4: Bad luck with the whole thing. Darlov. So, Is it true what the papers are saying?
1: I would rather buy my drink and get home if it's all the same to you, Caddy.
4: At least you stop the graffiti, detective.
1: I'll be tired, remember. It's over, they found the killer
3: No, it can't be Uncle Daniel, I just don't believe it
1: You don't have to believe it, you just have to accept it
3: I've spoken to Detective Matthews, he's said they'll allow you to talk with him It's what my uncle's asked for
1: What does he want to talk to me for?
3: He's innocent, please let him explain
1: You care a lot for your uncle
3: He's been like a father to me really I can't have him go not with everything that's happened.
1: I will speak with him. But I can't promise it'll change anything. Thank you. So, Daniel Potts,
5: what was your relationship like with your late brother? You've already asked me this
4: with Brambley.
2: And I want a clear picture of how you killed him.
4: I didn't kill him. I'm telling you.
5: Are you able to explain the bloody tissue found in your pocket?
2: No, you have to believe me. So you were framed? yes. That could seem plausible, but what about your missing gun that was most likely used in the shooting of Miss Niven?
4: That gun has been sitting in the box ever since I took it from Kenneth.
2: And we only have your word for that. What is it?
1: Someone is here to speak with the suspect.
2: What do you mean? That would be down to me. Let's speak outside. What is the meaning of this?
5: The suspect asked to speak with Brombele.
2: This I cannot allow.
1: Unfortunately for you, as a private detective in hire by the Potts family, I am entitled to speak with my client regarding this case.
2: Son, I do not appreciate being undermined in this way. I'm sorry, Father. I'll allow five minutes for the suspect. No more. Do you understand?
1: Why wouldn't I? Bramley, it is so good to see you. Hey-up. We don't have much time to talk, so tell me why I'm here. I need you to prove my innocence. And are you? This is very important. Are you innocent of your brother's murder? Yes.
4: I'm not a killer. I didn't go to the army like Kenneth. I swear on on Annabelle's life, I did not kill anyone. The missing gun,
1: the blooded tissue, the money he owed you for the funeral. You and Annabelle are the only people left in the will. It's all pointing in your direction... I can see where the police are coming from.
4: No, you have to believe me.
1: Brambly, we have a call for you. Can I wait? They say it's urgent. Bramberly speaking. Yes? What's happened? That can't be right. I only spoke to him this morning. Ah, yes, I understand. Thank you for getting hold of me. Yes, sir. I will arrange to visit when I can. Goodbye. What was it? Just death knocking on the Irish door. I'm sorry. Ta, if you let me be for a moment.
2: So, son, let's crack this man and we can finish this and go home.
1: This is to you, Brendan. I'm sorry, son. I can't hold on any longer.
4: Oh, it must be coming up to, 20 years. I was 14 when uh, Mrs. Potts
7: became pregnant with Annabelle. Nothing will surprise me, especially if it's about my husband's affair. A cheese knife. The
1: killer must have wiped it and dropped it here. The vase was smashed before the study. I was being blackmailed by Potts about my own affair. The fact of the matter is, I love Annabelle. They served together in the
4: army before he got married. Have been Malaysia 66, I think. You all have to remember she still is only 19. As far as I can see it,
5: he didn't have much money left anyway. Not in the way of savings. Is this where Daniel lives? His brother has a nice big house, and yet he lives in this state.
1: He wouldn't even help pay for her fuel. A few. The service business, I reckon. What's, What's all this on the table? Some sort of paperwork. The missing gun? Blood and tissue, the money he owed you for the funeral. You and Annabelle are the only people left in the will. It's all pointing in your direction. I'm not a killer. I didn't go to the army like Kenneth. I swear on Annabelle's life, I did not kill anyone. This family, this village is twisted in love like a tangled rope. We must untangle these people, Matthews, if we want to find the truth. Detective, a word. I know who the real killer is, but I need your help.
5: I can't be seen doing this investigation with you anymore.
1: Well, I need to tell you the facts. I just can't be dealing with you right now. Will you listen? Because I need to tell you, my son is dead and has been for many years. Years ago, when you were just a lad, a budding young cop, "'stepped up to be a detective. "'I saw so much of my son in him. "'Some now might say too much. "'Well, he made a mistake as far as I could see. "'He allowed himself to take a bribe. "'This was discovered by my chief at the time, "'and rather than letting this new cop's future go to nothing, "'I took the blame, "'took early retirement, "'and swept the whole thing under the rug. "'Now, I didn't want to tell you this, But that young cop was your father.
2: Now that isn't the whole truth, is it? But the rest is true. You allowed this. It was all the old chief's idea. He wanted Brambley gone.
1: That's not right.
2: You were turning up late. Half gone, still drunk. Your son's death hit you. And that divorce destroyed what was left. Retiring you was your best option.
1: I was the best detective this station ever had.
2: You were. But then drink ruined that. Now what are you? Spreading lies? Interfering in police matters? Sticking your big nose where it doesn't belong? Stop! I won't have this any longer! I'm no longer going to have you talk down
5: to others that don't deserve it. You're a cruel bully of a cop and not even half the detective
2: Brambley can be. I won't have you speak to me like this in my police station! That's fine because we're about to
5: leave and arrest the real killer. Sure
1: detective, very kind. Where are we going? I need you to gather all the remaining suspects in the college. And do this list of things. I will meet you there.
6: Why have we been gathered here in my classroom? You know full well
7: I have a party to organise, so this had better be important.
2: Have they arrested the
5: killer already? If you just wait a moment, then you will find out the truth of the matter.
6: Patience is a virtue in justice.
1: I would say patience is a virtue all of life, but you're not wrong, Vicky, when it comes to the work of a detective.
7: What have you discovered, Brambley?
1: I have been able to sort out our pesky killer. Who did it? Please let me explain from where it all began. Your husband, Lord Kenneth Potts, tragic, untimely death. Each one of you in this case had the opportunity to stab Lord Potts with a cheese knife, but only one participated in that fatal blow. So, from the top, the lights go out. Everyone starts to sing Happy Birthday. The only light comes from the cake as it is brought into the room, giving the killer the chance to grab the cheese knife from the table, and when the candles are distinguished and the room goes dark, Lord Potts is stabbed in the neck. The bit that doesn't make sense is how did the murder weapon end up across the other side of the room. I forgot one vital moment in my tale. The smashed vase. <laughs> Careful, girl. Exactly. The killer threw the knife across the room as a distraction and as a clever piece of misdirection for some dim-witted policeman to ponder over. But then we must ask, what knife did they use to stab the victim if they had just thrown it across the room? I wager they had a second identical knife from their own cheese set.
7: That's not possible. Lord Potts bought those knives back from Australia when in the army. They're handcrafted, unique.
1: Well, exactly. You would notice the same colour and grain of the wooden handles for each set, which I bet you didn't realise, did you, Professor?
6: <gasps> what are you possibly insinuating? Why would I kill my best mate?
1: As we know, he didn't approve of your relationship with his daughter.
6: But I was going to be with Annabelle, whatever her father might say.
1: That might be your thought. You do love her, but I think Annabelle mentioned that she wanted her father's blessing. Especially considering her inheritance. You had the chance to marry Annabelle and have a cut off the money together to start a new life.
3: But none of us knew about the will till this week.
1: Well... Mr. Price knew, and out so did the vicar. Isn't it true that you, the vicar, and Mr. Price are common drinking buddies at the local?
2: Yes, and I could have let it slip while
1: drinking. But what about the brother? Daniel gets a cut unless maybe he's in prison for murder, leaving Annabelle with the full share of the inheritance. What's unfortunate is, you probably didn't realise how little money is left. Still... The happily married couple would get the house. This is all silly. You can't prove anything. You served in the army with Lord Potts. Yes, we all know that. Malaysia, 1966. I think Miss Niven told us. Annabel, how old are you? Now there's
7: no need to go there, Brambley. What do you mean, Mother? I'm 19.
1: And 19 years ago, Lord Potts came back from the army in high spirits and knocked up your mother, causing the two to get married and save face. However, the, the dates don't line up, do they? You had to already be pregnant before he returned home.
7: What does he mean? Tell me. While your father was away, we were still only really talking. Daniel stayed because of his dyspraxia. They wouldn't let him join.
1: I didn't notice the connection of your shared dyspraxia, as it's it not... Conclusive proof that you've always thought of your uncle as a father figure. Turns out you weren't far off.
7: Who knew? Only me. Not even Daniel. I made up my mind when Kenneth came back. And I made it clear to Daniel who I was to marry. But if Annabel
2: isn't Lord Potts' real daughter, then she isn't entitled to the inheritance as
1: written. But this is getting more far-fetched by
6: the minute.
1: Of course, you knew Alison. That's why he attempted to poison you that night at the pub with strychnine. What's wrong? Strychnine. Something I'm sure isn't too difficult to order as a chemistry teacher. Oh, and Miss Niven worked it out. When needing to do all the paperwork in order to get Annabelle into university, I think she spotted the discrepancy in the birth certificate, and that is why she had to go. How'd
4: you
1: get in? The gun news was a clever touch, knowing that both you and Lord Potts owned the same pistol, you could easily frame whoever had possession of it. He just had to make sure the police found it by throwing it willy-nilly, then visit Daniel and take the other gun from the box under his bed so it was missing. With the added touch of the blooded tissue planted when you took Daniel home drunk from the party. Everything was designed to point in one direction, away from you. This is all conjecture. You have no proof. Detective...
5: Yes, Bramberly. Did you find everything on the list? You mean, did I find an identical gun and a full-serve cheese knives in Professor Jobbin's home? That is exactly what
1: I mean. So? I own identical stuff? Identical? Almost. Let's take a look at those knives. One of these things is not like the other. One of these things is a slightly different colour to the handle. Blood is so hard to get rid of. It runs, it pours, it stains almost everything and we know the weapon was only wiped clean. We've seen the blooded tissue, so there's no way of telling this was a knife that stabbed Lord Potts, unless... So now is the time to tell you why we are here, specifically in this college today. Detective, the lights. In darkness, the truth is revealed. Jobbins, you were a very good thrower. I see you every year at the Coconut Shy. I'm sure you killed the name of your country, but this week you killed the name of just one person yourself. You were a clever man, so that is why it takes just one cleverer to know that blood can often still be seen using UV light. So when I switch the UV light on. <gasps>
2: the blood on the knife, I can see it.
1: If you could do the honours now, Detective.
5: Peter Jobbins, I am arresting you for the murder of Lord Kenneth Potts and Miss Audrey Niven. You do not have to say anything, but anything you do say will be taken down and may be given in evidence.
6: How could you do this? I did it for us, so we could have a life together.
5: (laughs) Officers, take him away. Thank you everyone for your time and cooperation on this case. All passports will be issued back to you in due course.
7: Too bloody late. Come here, darling. It's over now. We should get back for the party. Let's not do the party. We'll go and get your uncle and watch it, just as a family for once.
3: (laughs) Thank you.
5: Did you do the last thing on the list? Rebecca has arranged the press for a statement outside. What are you going to say?
1: Oh no, I won't be saying a thing. As you have rightly pointed out, any evidence related to me will not stand in court. This is your moment to step up, son. But what about you? I think I'll go away for a bit. Let this blow over. It was a pleasure. Thank you, detective.
5: No, thank you, detective. Here we go, then.
1: Here you Brendan. I'm going away for a while now. I thought maybe the new air would do me good. I miss coming over to talk to you. You always had something interesting to say. When I first met you, you suggested writing these letters, and that has helped me through my battle with drinking. This tragic event has made me think it's time I told you something you already know, something I've kept from myself. My son is dead. He died in service in Ireland many years ago, and I need to stop pretending... That didn't happen. Just like I need to accept that you're not with me either. Thank you, mate. All the best. Randolph
0: Brambley. P.S. Checkmate. You've been listening to A Quaint English Murder. Produced and written by Jamie Marsh. Brambley, Robert Berry. Detective Matthews. Zayn Ali, Lord Potts, Kiff Van Mrs. Potts, Paula Hawkins, Annabelle Potts, Anna Locke, Miss Niven, Helen Minassian, Daniel Potts, Toby Roberts, Professor Jobbins, James Band, Reverend Green, Phil Wallace, Miss Cryer, Scarlett Bobby, Mr. Price, Martin Lovell, Rebecca Small, Madeline McQueen, Lettuce, Maggie Morgan, Brendan, Daniel Summers, Katty, Gail Taplin, Nikki, Nicole Knott, Neil, Glenn Hannah, Gary, Luke Foster, Bridget, Marie Watson, Chief Matthews, Tyron Kimanyo, Nurse, Samantha Inman, Binman, Simon Flynn, Forensics Officer, Damien Zondergaard, Taxi driver Tony Packman. Music Kevin MacLeod. For more information, visit marshsites.wixsite.com slash acquaint English murder. Thank you.